0: podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at
1: www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned in to Three Questions and a Song, episode number 58. With me tonight is Davey Williamson. This is the podcast where everything goes as the title says, except for when it doesn't. And tonight will probably be another one of those exceptions. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I was telling Davey off the air... Um, how the show goes, and giving them a little bit of an insight. And then right before we came on air, I kind of said, you're going to have trouble with this question, and let's go live. <laughs> so we'll see yeah. how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous already. <laughs> okay, so I'm already going to break the rules, and I'm going to ask a two-part question and count it as one for the first one. <laughs> All right, I guess let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first part of the question is, can you tell me about the moment that you realized that you wanted to be a musician? And the second part to that question is, I know that you were part of some very successful regional bands, um, like Third Class Passenger and Ma Shot Pa, to name a few. Yep. Um, what decide? What made you decide to go solo after that? So when did you decide you're going to be a musician? When did you decide you're going to go solo?
0: What made me decide to do music? I I, I had a, a musical family. Um, My mother was really into pop and Motown kind of sounding styles of music. My father was a musician um, as well as my stepfather. Um, So I grew up around those influences, a lot of Southern rock with my father um, and then the Motown and things like that with my mother and, and, you know, Phil Collins and that kind of music, you know, 80s stuff. Uh, My stepfather had a guitar, played, um, he kind of dabbled with it. But his brother, uh, Bill Harkins, was a phenomenal player. So it was the first time I saw somebody who could play any song that I named at any point in time, and I was mind blown by it. And uh, and it just I thought in my mind he was famous because I it's just like I just don't understand why you're not like super famous or super big in the music industry. And he's like, you just don't understand. You're just a kid. Kind of attitude about it. And I was like, man, you ought to really go for it. And I think that was the moment that really pushed me from wanting to just learn, to learn songs for myself and instead wanting to take it seriously because I kind of watched somebody who had the ability to take it to the next level. And they, they did, really didn't try the, it, the same amount that I felt like they could have tried and, and succeeded. Um, the second part of the question is if you've ever played in a band and you have, uh, any type of touring or any type of recording studios that you go into together. It's like having four girlfriends that all want to argue with you at once. And you do that a couple times and then you're like, I'm just, I'm cool without having any more girlfriends.
1: I love where this answer is going because it plays (laughs) right into that question. I told you to worry about.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So it's like, it's like having four girlfriends nonstop, and they all have huge uh, opinions about the direction of where the relationship's going, you know, with the band. And, uh, and it's, it's just, that's the only way to explain it is it's like having, you know, three, four girlfriends at a time, depending. And then on top of maybe having a, a girlfriend or, or having somebody uh, else in your life or family or anybody else that you're dealing with, if you have any problems at home, your priority and the problems are are within the band. And I really just got tired of of playing in the band with with other people and decided by the time I figured out how to play all the instruments, I was like, you know what, guys, I'm out. I'm going to do this on my own. So that's kind of the path that I took. And uh, so far, so good. It's working out.
1: Uh, So the the second question, um, you're ready to make your, your, your next solo album and you have to pick a new backing band. But the backing band has to be from the glam rock ages. Oh, so, so what, <laughs> and, and they're going to be dressed in that style on stage if you go out and, and tour for the album. What glam rock band is going to back you?
0: Glam rock's tough. I mean I, <laughs> Shit. I mean oh man. I'd so have I, to say I, the guys. I'd have to say the guys from Kiss, right? I mean,
1: that's if you're going to like
0: glam it, it up, let's go all in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that answer. Um, I've been to a few of their concerts.
0: <laughs> yeah, rock on! Yeah, that's um, awesome. Detroit rock city.
1: I see. I hit you with that normal two part question at the beginning, yeah. and then <laughs> you got you got
0: me you got me anyway. But that one, the glam rock thing, I was thinking in my head. Categorizing glam rocks, the hard part. I mean, I, um, there's so many people that I would like to handpick here and there, you know, but I think overall is like a band and keeping it tight knit and keeping me looking the way I look and then the whole band match. Let's go with kiss. Yeah. Cool. All
1: right. So the song that we're going to feature tonight from you is called Same Place. Um, are you familiar with like, um, MTV storytellers? Are you, are you old enough for that? I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh, absolutely. That's the so, best part of MTV. So, and unfortunately, a lot of people don't even know about it. <laughs> yes, it was it was the best thing that they did for sure. So, so that's kind of what I'm looking for. Tell tell me a story about the song. Same place, um,
0: oh, man. How deep do I want to get into this? Um, <laughs> I, I I wrote it. I kind of wrote it mentally um, and I never knew the instruments. I I didn't make up the guitar part. I didn't make up the drum part. I was kind of humming the melody and it was one that I just, I never got rid of. And then, you know, I had almost built the entire song in my head. And uh, then once in the studio and I, I kind of laid the music out and knew the pieces and we plugged it all together. I said, okay, that's it. Now what am I going to do lyrically with it? Because I've got a melody in place already. I've got the instruments in place. Now we've recorded the instruments as to what was in my head and laying it down. And lyrically, I I think uh, there was some frustration surrounding um, everything from band, kind of what I just went into. And I think that's what you were saying. That's a good question is, is band members and, and relatives and uh, relationships and and people that I've known kind of parlaying right into my uncle and not really pursuing going after the music business. And, and my, my brother kind of, you know, sold off his equipment and stopped really playing and watching people fall by the wayside in the industry and, and not staying focused and determined on trying to have success with it. And, um, in one part of the song, it's more to deal with relationships. Like you're stuck in the same place. And then, um, one part of it's with, you know, an argument kind of with a family member, they're stuck in the same place. And then some of it being with guys within the industry, um, that I'm kind of pointing the finger at. And I hate to say that, but that's, it's the truth. So here we are. Um, but overall, um, I think the song it's, it's not just a, point fingers I think it's like a uh, it's it's kind of like I don't know it's kind of like I'm telling you like it is like get up off your ass and let's do something um, it's kind of the attitude of song and Wait, uh
1: stop stop, stop. Stop allowing yourself to get stuck in one place, in the same yeah, place. Yeah,
0: it, that's it. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm terrible at explaining things like this off the cuff. So because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you want to say, like, exactly what it is, and it's, it's uh, you know, then you're really, uh, you know, I'm not out to try to, like literally like label people down with like i'm talking about you bob you know like that's not like
1: that
0: <laughs> it's not like that um because it's meant to be relative and, and for people to take it as, as they want so
1: now is is that how your writing process works usually do you usually get the the song in your head first and then and then create the different instrument parts and then add the lyrics at the end or
0: it meant it happened so fast for me um that A lot of times I'll, I'll, it's, I think I build the melody. They'll give you a great example of, I had a single that came out and it did really well. We had some success with um, called thin disguise. Um, It's up for numerous awards coming up. Uh, The international singer songwriter association. um, That one was nominated. I think I had seven nominations through them. And then I've received two nominations for uh, the Josie Awards which are coming up as well um, all based off of that first single because it was in 2020 and with that song in particular I had written the guitar part um, then an old drummer from Third Class Passenger we actually performed it as Third Class Passenger maybe once or twice um, but we never had the song finished but we tried to play it and mumble our way through it mm-hmm. and I, I never came up with any solid lines vocally and, um, once I was in the studio, I figured out, we hummed the melody out and made fake words. Then, I mean, we're talking complete idiotic stuff, just, you know, cussing in the mic, you know, and then we went back and changed those words into real words. And, uh, me and uh, Sean Atkins of background records in Fayetteville, North Carolina, um, he acts as a co-producer with me on some of these songs, and we'll sit down and kind of hash it out between the two of us, and kind of share the songwriting responsibilities on on that song, on some parts. Um, but you know, I got to give it up to him. He he kind of he's the one that got me back into the studio and pushed me to pursue it on my own. And he also he, he had the studio, and he said, "Well, why don't you just play all the instruments?" And then, well, here I am today. So without him really pushing me along, I, I wouldn't have continued. On me, so.
1: Thank you for that. Um, What we're going to do now is take a moment and listen to Same Place by Davey Williamson. Okay, that was Same Place by Davey Williamson, who is with me on episode number 58 of Three Questions on a Song. Um, He's already answered about four questions on the show that has three questions. We'll see how many more I can get it up to. Some (laughs) questions. That's right. That's right. Um, So before we go any further, last episode's guest, um, Judy Rodman, who is actually a fairly famous vocal coach and country music producer, songwriter, um, had a question for you. And I'm going to let her go ahead and ask it.
2: Well, I hear his rock voice and I, uh, I hear, uh, I hope he's not offended by this, but I hear some pure rock in, in his style. And I'm not an expert in that, in calling all the sub of rock out, but uh, I, I want to know what kind of rock he would call himself. Uh, you know, there's, my student's name is Salem Jones with one soul thrust and she calls herself uh, pure rock. It's pure rock. Uh, but it's just like, it seems to be an, almost an ancient thing. Like you recognize rock when you hear it. And I, I love it when it's organic and it's got guts and when it's sung well, it's performed well. So I'm, I'd, I'd want to know what category of rock he would put himself in.
0: Um, it's a good question. uh, I know a lot of different people do kind of categorize it as alt rock or a grunge rock kind of style. To me, I, I think that I try to encompass everything from the punk rock style genre um, all the way to traditional rock and roll, um, you know, just pure rock kind of, which is what she was uh, saying. Yeah,
1: that's, that's what she called it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, everything in between, I mean, I think it was listed on a, uh, an interview I did earlier this year. It was the quintessential grunge alt rock artist is the way that they put it. But you know, I I can't, I can't call it. So I'll, let, I'll leave that up to the audience.
1: Um, where can the listeners find your music and in, in your merchandise? Um, so the easiest place to, to, to go
0: is going to be davywilliamson.com. Simpler than anything else is just any streaming platform or any download platform that you use. You just type in my name, Davy Williamson. It'll pull up uh, everywhere you can find music. Um, it's also going to be available uh, hard copies. Um, we'll, we'll be going out. I think we're going to do vinyl, a run of vinyl coming up. So you kind of keep an eye on those. They're going to be limited, obviously, and you can order those directly through the website. Um, also, it's on every AMI jukebox uh, in the world. We just ended up with a Harry Fox agency and they were able to set that up. And then in September, it's going to be on Touch Timbs, uh worldwide as well.
1: That's that, that's a nice way to get it distributed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty cool that it's actually just this past weekend I was somewhere and somebody put it on the jukebox while I was there, so it was it's pretty awesome to hear out of nowhere. It's even more awesome whenever they, they change the song so they can hear their favorite song that's next. <laughs> Skip the jukebox song which happened. <laughs>
1: Recently we had a, a local musician who was posted about being in a gas station and his song was playing and uh-huh. some, someone was talking about it and he's like, no, this is what it's really about. And the guy looked at him and goes, what do you know? And it was the <laughs> guy who wrote it.
0: <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Damn. Um, I can't wait for that to happen.
1: <laughs> um, so our next guest is, um, Charlie Brath, who is a fairly well-known harmonica player, not just in Pittsburgh, but all over the place. Yeah. And um, I I had you check him out. Um, what, what did you want to ask him?
0: Uh, well, uh, it turns out that Charlie is also f- mutual friends with uh, a man by the name of Tony Holiday. Um, Tony is incredible. He's known for, um, his harmonica playing, but he's from Salt Lake City. And he, I remember when I first met him, he would go around and give kids and homeless people harmonicas and he would show them how to play a little bit. And so he was really flipping the scene in Salt Lake City and get it, everywhere. You turn the corner, somebody's blowing on a harmonica. So my question is uh, to Charlie is, you know, how close are you with Charlie uh, with uh, Tony holiday and have you guys performed together? And if not, um, let me connect you guys because I think it would be a, a cool hookup. I'd like to see what happens moving forward for
1: you. I love that idea. That's awesome, and it is actually what what the podcast is based on. So it's like perfect way to to do that. Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
1: Um, let's see. I'm going to ask you a bonus question but okay (laughs) give me the bonus question it's more like like that second question (laughs) okay let's
0: go let's see if i can blabber my way through this one
1: (laughs) so you're familiar with the story of robert johnson right the blues guitarist story the the one about (laughs) the meeting the devil at the crossroads right okay so you're standing at the crossroads waiting for the devil What are you going to try and sell your soul for? what What is that one? What is that one (laughs) musical thing? What What is that one musical thing that you absolutely desire? And if it makes you feel better, you don't have to sell your soul. Just tell us what you desire.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to answer this in any way. Are you a musician? I am not. You're not.
1: Which that was going to flip
0: this around on you and be like, what would you do?
1: <laughs> well, well I, I do have an answer.
0: Okay, let's hear your answer first. All
1: right, so I have been working with local musicians since 1996. I started awesome. out doing web design, and it has morphed into what – I still do web design, but it's morphed into this. Okay. Um, And I told you off the air they I do photography with band, band shoots and, I mean – there's I am on another website, first angel Um, yeah, which, yeah. I'm the vice president of that website. That oh, right on. Um, so I've always said that my goal with everything I do is to get the musicians that are in this area, the, um, ears that they need to, to break out and, and live sure. their dreams. So yeah. if it was, if it had to be something musical, that would, that would be what I would go for. I'd, I want to see the scene thrive and get where it should be.
0: I'll agree with you on that. I I would like to bring what I'd like to do is to be able to kind of bring people the ears to hear the good and all different styles of music. Um, there's some things I can get. I totally get where it's there's no one really doing anything artistic. Um, but it, it, in majority of music, you know, it's different genres. You know, I, I'm a big country music fan, old country, you know, but, you know, uh, modern country is kind of a little too canned for me. But I try to give it a chance, you know, and, and daily I find something uh, good in new artists that I find that are, that are country. Um, something I never liked was people – get into well it's once once the band I knew that band first once that good phase goes away and then it's like yeah well everybody knows them then they hate the band it's you know not to necessarily promote like Nickelback but like I've seen them live they're a great band like you know what I mean it's like if you don't like the music you don't like the music but I mean you you can't deny that everybody in the band has talent you know and that they're actual musicians you know they're not I, on I, a computer just hitting buttons, and it sounds like that.
1: I I don't I don't dislike Nickelback, but the one th- knock that I do have for them is that I feel like every song is about the same thing.
0: Yeah, I'm abs- I'm with you on that, but that's that's where I think that it's turned into more of a canned deal because they know that it'll sell every time on radio, and they know it works. So why would reinvent the wheel? Um, I would like for people. One of my things to bring to the devil, I guess, would be. Um, artistic integrity, bring it back, you know, give, put, put it out there for, for people to, to poke fun of, or, or to, um, or, or to try to talk, give them something to talk about, you know, um, don't try to be perfect. Don't try to can it, you know, don't try to can responses. Don't try to can your music. Don't try to, don't let me guess every single thing that you're going to say. I mean, it's, you know, what is it with the old country songs? They say, it's like, oh, let me guess. You've got a Budweiser with a shot of Jay, Jack Daniels and you'd lost your dog and, you know, your car broke car yeah. down, or your truck broke down. You've heard that joke, right? <laughs> Something to do with it. Maybe you spins it backwards. You get your dog back, your wife yep. back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would like to be a, where you don't actually know what's coming next. Um, and And I would like to have people do that again or, or have that come back.
1: There's there's a song that's not officially released. Um, I do play it on my station um, by a band called Doppler Effect. Who, okay. Um, they live oh, – well, their lead singer lives a couple miles from here. Okay. And um, it, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head right now, but it's completely recorded. There's not a single instrument on it, but you wouldn't know it if, if I didn't tell you. Every sound in, in the recording is him making the sound. Uh, I'll have to let you hear it. Um, Just, he makes it with his mouth. With his mouth, yep. So see, so it's that. multi-track, like that. clearly. But yeah, th- like it sounds like there's instruments in the background. And it's not. It's it's him making the noise.
0: Yeah, see, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like I love that. That he took the time to build something from something so small, you know, it's just like learning one guitar chord and then you put it all together and then there's your masterpiece versus, um, you know, I'm, I've got like a track that's already been built and now it's me half saying words over it. I don't know if you, if you've listened to some of the the newest hip hop stuff, or if, if you want to call it hip hop, but it's, you know, it's just like, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Right. You know, it's like when are just saying words at me, you know, I, don't, I can't tell if there's a storyline or what's going on. But, you know, I, I've tried to listen and I've found some some great artists that are that style that I've listened to. But um, ma- majority of it, I just I want people to kind of push the envelope. And I think that collectively, if everybody gets on the same page, I think we can all do that.
1: Sorry, I'm going into my archives here. The song is called Dead Giveaway.
0: Dead giveaway. Dop- you said Doppler effect.
1: Doppler effect with an A for effect. Um, if you go to build a dot com slash radio, you, you can actually request it. OK, um, cool. I'll check that out. But yeah, it's it's awesome. actually about a woman cheating on her husband and uh-uh. it even talks about the dead giveaway <laughs> is that the dog <laughs> went with them. <laughs> <Bingo>. <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny but
1: all right no so way. i want to thank you for for hanging out with me yeah and, man thank you so much um for everyone who is listening make sure you go to davy um if you're watching the video it's right below davy in the video um and check us out the first and 15th of each month for new episodes of three questions on the song. Um, If you're interested in hearing rock and metal, that's the Pennsylvania rock show. And you can find that the every Friday at build as well. Um, My name is bill with me was Davey Williamson, and we will check you out on the next episode.
0: Awesome. Thanks bill. Thanks for having me. Thank you. This episode of Three Questions of a Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.